0: What's up everybody? This is Monica and
1: Angel, and you are listening to The, the KG, KG
0: Worship Corner. Welcome back, hey y'all. So another episode, episode 4 of season 3. Hopefully you've been enjoying our sessions on divine therapy so far, and they have been really blessing your life and transforming the way you approach God and the way that you approach your worship life. So today, our topic is Thy Kingdom Come, Thy Will Be Done. Yeah.
1: The scripture is just that, Matthew 6 and 10. Thy Kingdom Come, Thy Will Be Done, in earth as it is in heaven.
0: Thy Kingdom Come. So... This scripture, when we think about this prayer in Jesus, uh, when the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. Um, and we know a lot of this. And one thing that I've discovered is just for a long time, we kind of said this prayer and that was it. That was like <laughs> the prayer.
1: <laughs> yeah, our Father. Yeah, it yeah. was like
0: what we prayed <laughs> right. today. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Well. I discovered that it's actually guidance, it's direction for what you should do, how you should approach God, um, and what you should seek for. So when you come to the portion of it that says thy kingdom come, thy will be done, it's not enough just to say that. You are actually making a request, you're seeking or should be seeking for um, information that comes from the kingdom of heaven to understand how what is in, done in heaven can be done in the earth yeah. today through you. Yeah. And so as, um, as, as, as worshipers, as priests, as those who are called uh, for, for the glory of God to carry out his agenda in the earth, yeah. we are called to find out what the will of heaven is, yeah. what's done in heaven, and cause it to be done in the earth. We're called, we're called to distribute the will of the kingdom of heaven into the earth today. Amen. So if I go... The Father in prayer, I wake up in the morning and I say that kingdom come, that will be done. And then I get up and I go about my day and I do everything that I have planned on my agenda to do. Did I
1: actually... Did get his will done? <laughs> or did you get your will done? We'll give you a Selah moment to answer that. I've been thinking about that.
0: So, it's like we, uh, and then, and then at the end of the day, or at the end of the year, everybody in the world blames everything that happened on God.
1: <laughs> oh, when things don't
0: work out through your day or in your life or in your family or, or something pops up out of nowhere and, and just blows you away in a negative way. And it could even be in a good way. We blame it all on God or we blame it on the devil. Yeah, And so we are... Yes.
1: Not, no, responsibility. no responsibility no responsibility taking no responsibility for so myself
0: we have a huge responsibility to fulfill our assignment here in the earth by connecting with the kingdom of heaven and so he uh he he, he created us and he gave us authority to rule through his authority, by his authority, through the name of Jesus. And so as he has done his will in the heaven, that will can never be distributed in the earth unless he has a vessel who is willing to walk and align themselves with that same authority to release that in the earth. And so we are waiting mm-hmm. for God to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the earth that's is so, waiting for you us know, that's so to heavy. do everything. I'm laughing
1: because it's just so... It's a heavy revelation mm-hmm. when you really come to that knowledge. Because I know I've been around people my entire life, from church to the world to T-shirts that say God is in control. Yeah. We've we been songs, God is in control. <laughs> God, God, God's in control. When really he's not. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You know, And mm-hmm. that's just such a heavy revelation that he gave us the control and that we are his link to authority in the earth. And we look at like um, the things happening around us, and we just you know act like we have no power. Maybe we don't know. Yeah, Maybe a lot of people really don't know. Yeah. you know I shouldn't say act like, but those of us who have come into yes. some knowledge of that should walk in that authority
0: because we we're leaving
1: things. We're leaving creation moaning and groaning. Yeah. We're leaving people hurting, we're leaving things undone, knowing that we have this authority as his sons and daughters in the earth. we're not acting like it. We're acting like somebody else is going to come along and do it. It's on somebody else to do it. Maybe the pastors need to get together and win all these souls. Maybe the evangelists need to go and do it. Maybe they need to deliver people. Maybe they they need to bring healing to all these people who are sick. No, you need to go out and do it. We need to go out and do it. We're waiting on somebody else to do it and we're saying God is in control. His control is through you through your hands through your feet through you living and he wants his will to be done through us he's not going to come back and get on the cross again (laughs) you know he's not going to come back and live another 33 years yeah he's wanting to live through us you know and I think that's just the um maybe lazy maybe ignorant side of Christianity you know oh, somebody else is going to do it Mm -hmm. or just act like the world to some degree to just say God is in control
0: yeah
1: something happens It's not up to me. To cast responsibility
0: away from yourself because, you know, we've been talking about this, that whatever or however you deal with relationships or people in your life is the way you're gonna carry on relationship with God. And so when you are used to casting responsibility of different actions and issues onto somebody else, when you come into relationship with Christ, you're gonna do the same thing. And so you cast all the responsibility of things that happen or don't happen upon God or upon the devil, everybody else but yourself. He's given us authority. Psalms talks about how yeah. the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to men. Yeah. He he's made us king and kings and priests, right? Yeah. And so uh, king of kings is not just a, a cool church saying. Like he is the king, king of... of all of the kings that he's appointed <laughs> the earth, in yeah. the earth. Like we are kings. Like it's it's the only kingdom that allows everybody to be a king. Right? <laughs>
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, You go you go to another Mm -hmm. country, there's only one king. But in the kingdom of heaven,
1: Mm.
0: he is the king of kings. Yes. Right? He didn't call for any peasants. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the way that this is set up. Right. Right? He set this up so that we could all receive the inheritance of being a son. Of being
1: a king, being a priest, unto yeah. our God. I don't want to cut you off because I would like for you to just share with our listeners a little bit about us being citizens of both worlds.
0: Yeah. Okay. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't hear it discussed mm. enough. So,
0: I think that it's a a weird dynamic for us mentally to process, but it takes being able to. Um, know your kingdom identity, your, your, your identity from God's perspective, who he calls you, how he sees you, what he's uh, assigned you to do, right? So that kingdom come, that will be done. What have you assigned me to do um, as it pertains to your kingdom and your will today? Um, And so when I can uh, bring a, I I don't want to, I'm trying not to use the word separation, because really the way that it works is it's all one life mm-hmm. and it's one life lived from the kingdom of God. So I guess we can look at it this way. I have been sent here, right? I'm born again of, an, of a new spirit. And so I've entered the doorway of a new kingdom. I've left the citizenship of the kingdom of this earth mm-hmm. and I've entered the citizenship of the kingdom of heaven. But now I have dual citizenship. I don't lose my citizenship here in the earth, but but my uh, the, the greater priority and newest identity of who I am comes from the kingdom of heaven. So I go there, I learn the kingdom constitution. I learn everything about that place, that land, the authority that I have, what I'm supposed to do. I get an assignment, I return to the earth and I fulfill that assignment with the authority that's given to me from the heavenly realm. So what does that mean for me? That means that I live here on earth, but I'm not subject to anything mm-hmm. that exists here. Mm-hmm. So the conditions that I'm surrounded by, I'm not subject to because this is not my country. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my kingdom, right? So yeah, the rules man, here don't apply to me, right? I live according, I live accordingly in such a way that causes me to be able to effectively operate here and carry out my assignment, but uh, but the dynamics of anything that the dark world does to overtake this kingdom doesn't apply to me. Right. Because I have an authority it. that trumps it. Yeah. But when we live subject to the earth realm, right? Yeah. And so all of my rules and everything that I, I believe is based on the news based on social media, based on TV and movies, yeah, based on what the family has taught me mm-hmm. and what we've always believed based on the thoughts of my mind, mm-hmm. my emotions that I feel. Now I'm subjugated to the earth. I'm subjugated yeah. to the rules of the earth and what it has to say or dictate to me will happen today. Yeah. But what is the will of heaven versus What I heard in the earth,
1: yeah, and knowing that each um, world has a different God, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why divine therapy, living a lifestyle worship is so important because you don't want to live under the God of this world. Yeah, you don't want to live under His rules. You and and I just saw someone post uh, something about Kanye the other other days. He mentioned um, that we can't serve two masters. I don't think a lot of people even realize that they have a master. I don't think a lot of people even realize You are serving someone There's no way you're in this world or You're not serving someone You're either serving God yeah. or you're, serving, you're either serving the most high God Or you're serving the God of this world Whether you realize it or not People Whether think they're serving themselves But yeah. he's using that so he can ultimately get what he wants done and that goes for believers too people think because they're in the church (laughs) and it doesn't apply to them but even more so to you because he definitely want to use you yeah there are unbelievers amongst believers you know and and the god of this world understands the rules better than we do he understands the word better than we do so while you are, are attending church while you are are uh, living out a lifestyle that seems and looks a certain way you're doing what he wants you to do and you're not submitting to to the lord if you're not asking for his will to be done if you if you're living out your own life living out your own plans and your and your own desires then you're getting what you getting what he ultimately wants done and you're going along the pathway that he plans for you because we all have two destinies to fulfill you know either Kingdom destiny or Satan's destiny. Yeah. So ultimately if I'm not filling out the will of the Lord, whose will am I filling
0: out? You know? So I think our goal has to be that when we get up in the morning and we pray, that prayer it always has to have a purpose. Like it can't just be I'm praying because I have to pray. Or I'm praying because that's what they said you do as a Christian. Or I'm going to prayer at church because they said we have prayer at church. Yes, yeah. it it has to have purpose. There must be some reason, some agenda, something that God wants to accomplish. That's what prayer is about. It's about accomplishing. It's about connecting and aligning heaven and earth. And so without prayer, there'll always be a misalignment because if I can't hear what heaven is doing, if I can't see what heaven is doing, how can I align the earth? And so it's like, It's always about, uh, I like to use recolonization, Um, you know, taking just whatever I see my neighborhood or just my household, right? Does it reflect heaven? And so if it doesn't, so what does my household look like in heaven? (laughs) <laughs> the the picture that God painted, right. the script that he wrote. Ooh. What does that look like? How does my family function from the heavenly perspective? Amen. And so it's my job if I get up and I pray about my family, I'm not just praying about my family out of routine. We yeah. shouldn't. We pray with purpose to understand what right. does God what is God written in the heavens concerning my family and how can I distribute that today? in the earth, so that my family becomes more aligned with the look that is in heaven. Yeah,
1: that's so good, that's <laughs> so good. Cause I joke a lot with Bishop, whenever I greet him, I talk to him, I tell him, I'm, working, I'm still working on my church. And he know I'm talking about my aspiring missionary, my three month old, my <laughs> deacon, my two year old, and, and I, uh, what do you call him, the chairman, my husband. You know I'm still working on my church because, you know, I, if. Um, A true intercessor a true believer your first sign that you really are true is your household you know everybody want to see like seem like something in front of people you know on a stage or in front of people at church or look good because they all dressed and matching up with their nice little outfits oh look at the ross family they got their little outfits on together no how does your house look (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when we're not there right. How do y'all talk to each other What are these children listening to What kind of atmosphere Is that I was talking to my husband Just last night As I was putting the kids to bed Last night The atmosphere that they're in How are they What Are, are they going to sleep In the presence of the Lord Are they going to sleep here in flusting and custom? The atmosphere is so important mm-hmm. In your home You know And so distributing the will of the Lord Right there into your children And your spouse And whoever Your, your grandparents Whoever's in your house with you Is extremely important to the Lord first before anything else who are you who um are you, how are you living out the word of the Lord in front of those closest to you? Yeah. Um, my, my last comment before I turn it back over to you would be um, I love to hear this um, story. I've heard Bishop and other people use it when they say um, they give an accolade to this man at his job and they are going on and on. Joe is such this and that. And Joe is wonderful. And the kids and the wife say who, who they talking about? <laughs> you know and as funny as that is how true is that for your life? That mm-hmm. should That should mean something to you. I don't want everybody at my church and in my job and in my life to think i'm amazing and my husband and my children say mama is a horrible individual yeah. she's horrible to us she ain't she ain't who you think she is you know yeah. that to me that's an indictment against who you truly are mm-hmm. you know so let's be let's be truth in our homes the same intercessor prayer warrior worship leader that you are you are that in your home yeah you are that outside of the church building too so yeah and
0: definitely an indictment against god and the nature of who he is and the fact that you proclaim his name everywhere you go, you know, and yeah. we, we pose ourselves before our coworkers and friends and family mm-hmm. to be this, that, and the other um, as it concerns a Christian or having to do with God. And we, we get upset when people want to disassociate themselves with God or with the church or with mm-hmm. Christianity. Well, they're really mm-hmm. trying to disassociate themselves with you mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you are a bad reflection. And so... Anything that has to do with you, they don't want to have anything to do with that because they associate it with all the negative energy, with all of the um, horrible experiences that they've had with you. And so what we have to do is how do we bring this and see this as one life? And it's just like she said about the family or even on the job that I have to understand that there's purpose, God purpose, kingdom purpose, yes. heaven purpose, and everything that I'm doing, the job that I'm on, it's about me recolonizing that place yes. to look like heaven. Why am I here? Why am I appointed to this place? Yes. Am I fulfilling purpose? Is my purpose yes. being fulfilled or is the, is the purpose of heaven being fulfilled here while I'm here? Yes. Or am I just getting up every day and going to work because I have to go to work? Because a little check. Because I need a check. <laughs> because I need to be paid. Well, it's who do you much, work for? The earth than. or heaven? Mm. And so that's what it looks like. It looks like disassociating myself with all of the rules and demands of this world uh, that define my life and how I do things. And setting it in the kingdom of heaven where heaven defines my life and how I do things. Yeah. So I'm on this job or I'm a part of this family because of what heaven wants to do through me. Yeah. And so in everything that we do, we have to seek to understand what is thy will, yeah. O oh Lord, and how can your kingdom come today through me?
1: Yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See
0: See you next time. time.